blame oh him for that. I was you the could one blaming him with that. that. Austin Matthews, very good two-way forward. Nobody's saying Carson wants us to go. Oh, your team sucks, Barker. Pick one. And before Miami fan over here starts talking, blasphemous. And I'll tell you why. What does that tell you? He's terrible. I'm not out here saying Tom Brady's bad. Yeah, you are. Listen, Gary. <laughs> I'm saying pick it. Hello, welcome to Daft Picks episode 26. I am your host Parker, and today we are joined with Ben. Hey, how are you guys? And Ariel. What's up, guys? Unfortunately, Chris is not with us today, but thank you both for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to start with the cheating scandal. Yeah, the whole Astro Stein stealing scandal definitely, definitely isn't over, especially with two managerial spots still open. We saw the Mets fired Carlos Beltran, who was a player for the Astros during that time. He received immunity because he was a player, and the MLB gave players immunity during the whole situation, so that way they can get the entire truth of it. But, um, yeah, so the Mets decided, hey, we want to cut ties from this scandal completely, fired Carlos Beltran, and replaced him with Luis Rojas, which, from what I'm hearing, actually might be a blessing in disguise for the Metropolitans. Now, there's a huge fallout for the Astros, they lost their manager, A.J. Hinch, their general manager, Jeff Lono. And Ariel, I mean, you're, you're an Astros fan. What do you make out of this entire situation? I mean, I don't really like hearing that the Astros, you know, did do this cheating scandal. Like, throughout the whole thing, like, I was very, like, biased towards it. I was just like, oh, no, Astros didn't cheat, stuff like that. But um, now, like, reading about it, I'm, like, just in distraught, like, over the entire situation. I definitely think the Astros are smart to like do a clean slate kind of thing by firing like their general managers and stuff. Yeah, cleaning house is good, but the problem is they still have the players who were named in the report as really the ringleaders here. They're still there. How do you move forward with those guys still in your dugout? Honestly, I don't really know if there is a good way to move forward. I mean, they could, I mean, get rid of their players that were in the cheating scandal, but I feel like they won't just because through the MLB they were granted immunity. So I don't think they're going to do anything about the fact that they did cheat. Like it's kind of just a, hey, don't do it again. Slap on the wrist kind of punishment. I agree. I think there was no responsibility for the players at all because of the immunity. I think the MLB was wrong to do that. And I think they're regretting it because they granted them immunity and then all of this came out and what truly was happening. I feel like it makes the organization look weak. The organization and the league, because the league can't do anything about it now. Yeah. There's no fines, no suspensions. They're immune. So we see A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lonow got a one-year ban from the MLB. But then there's also Alex Cora, who was the bench coach for the Astros in 2017. Apparently, he was the ringleader in all this. He goes to Boston, wins the World Series while cheating with Boston. Now mm. they're under investigation. Alex Cora was let go. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a two-year or even a lifetime ban from Major League Baseball for this, especially because now they're going to have to drop the hammer. Yeah. I mean, they are getting heavily criticized for not doing enough. Yeah, I definitely think the MLB is going to make an example out of them. I personally don't think they'll go as far as to strip them of their like world title, but I definitely think they're going to take some serious action that might be deemed like too much but they need to do something big so that it doesn't happen again and then I also think the Astros and Boston from now on are just going to be like micromanaged and every single thing they do is going to be like heavily observed 
yeah, they are under a microscope. And it is extremely difficult now with the situation that they've been put in. And really, it's funny, all of this came to light because a f- pitcher for the Astros during that World Series run, Mike Fires, came out publicly and exposed the scandal. After he had left the Astros and the Astros cheating was hurting his team. Now, a lot of people are praising Mike Fires for this, saying, oh, you know, we needed to expose this. He should not, like, this is good that he did this. I respectfully and strongly disagree. He should not be praised. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of people that are very angry with him for waiting until after he left the Astros, after having already benefited from this, to suddenly shellack them. Exactly. This guy, he reaped the benefits of the cheating. He won a World Series title. And then he went and said, after now, they're continuing to do it, and it's hurting him and his team. He goes public with it? And don't get me wrong. I believe this needed to be exposed, and I'm happy it was. But it's embarrassing to baseball that this is how it happened, and it's embarrassing to Mike Fires that he waited until now to do it. If you really had a problem with it, you would have done it when it happened. Pedro Martinez ripped him, saying, oh, you know, you're not a commendable guy because you came out and said something. You said something because it was hurting you now. You didn't say anything when, it was, when you were benefiting from it. Yeah, I definitely think he did it to save face. Yeah. Like, because he was, like, starting to, like, not play as well. Or his team was starting to, like, not play as well. So he exposed it. And, you know, it, it was... People are like, oh, it's good that Mike Fires did this. And Jessica Mendoza, who is special advisor for the Mets, the Sunday Night Baseball color commentator on ESPN, she came out and said, look, like, I get it. Like, you know, you, you definitely, if you know about this, you definitely have to tell your teammates. Because, like, well... You're just going to let them cheat and your team lose. But to go public and say this publicly, it doesn't sit well. Pedro Martinez explained, you know, there's a code. What happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. If you have a problem with it, you talk to your team, you talk to your manager, you talk to your general manager. And if it doesn't stop, you say, get me out of here. Then if, if you know what, I would commend you if you went public while you were on the team, but you left the team. And then went public. And then went public with it. Yeah, I also have the issue with the same thing. Like, if he had had a problem with cheating whenever he was with the Astros, he should have brought it up then, not, like, brought it up whenever he switched teams. Agreed. Yeah, bringing it up when it was convenient for him sort of comes off as very, what's the word, just superficial, I feel. And I just saw a thing today, Justin Verlander, at the Baseball Writers Association Awards Banquet, made a joke about the cheating scandal, saying, uh, noted how the Astros were technologically and analytically advanced as a way to praise the organization. And then he proceeded to get shellacked (laughs) by people for saying that, which didn't surprise me at all. I thought that was a very stupid thing to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you look, you see the Dodgers, like, So the Dodgers lost in 2017 and 2018 to the Astros and Red Sox, both teams who it's now pretty clear were cheating. The Los Angeles City Council declared the Dodgers 2017 and 2018 world champions. (laughs) Yeah, I read about that. That is not how this works, but (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, hey, UCF did it for two years. Yeah, I mean, so. that's true. So. <laughs> and again, were they ever truly recognized as world champions? No. no. <laughs> it's funny to see the tweets, though. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirts. They <laughs> <Yep>. made shirts. <laughs> Those well, were good. Then, so Justin Turner, the third baseman for the Dodgers, came out and said, hey, we don't, I don't want a fake banner hanging up in my stadium. We didn't earn that. You know what? Whether they cheated or not, the Dodgers still lost. Mm-hmm. And that is why the Astros and Red Sox will not be stripped of their World Series titles. And they shouldn't. Everyone knows, hey, you know what? There's a little asterisk there. But the same thing goes for Barry Bonds and his home runs. Because, you know, he was on steroids. Alex Rodriguez and his home runs. He was on steroids, but his, he doesn't lose his home runs. They still happened. Same thing. Jose Altuve won the MVP in 2017. He's still, still going to have his MVP. Yeah. Despite, you know, I mean, you look at the home road splits in the postseason for Jose Altuve that year. I mean, he had over 400 at home and 130 on the road. This, <laughs> say what you want, knowing what pitch is coming definitely helped him. Yeah, a lot of players are having coming out about how angry they were with the Astros. I saw a thing the other day with Tyre Glasnow, the race pitcher. He went on like a little soapbox about it. Yeah. The Dodgers yesterday went on a huge tangent. Enrique Hernandez, better known as Kike Hernandez, basically said, hey, you know what? Say what you want. But they got away with it. Mm-hmm. The players, no punishment. I mean, there were Mets fans tweeting, saying, oh, if all it was going to cost us is two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a manager and a general manager to win a World Series, why didn't we do that sooner? The price to pay was small. The price to pay was small, but losing A.J. Hinch is kind of big. He was seen as one of the good, young he was seen coaches as, in the league. He was seen as the most co- highly coveted manager in baseball. Everyone was looking for the next A.J. Hinch, kind of like what people look for now in the NFL with Sean McVay. And Everyone's looking that, for the next Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan now. Exactly, the next Kyle Shanahan, the next Sean McVay. That's what A.J. Hinch was to baseball. Now, eh? some people said, hey, you know, for the Mets in their managerial opening, they said, hey, you know what, they should just kind of promote their bench coach and have an interim manager this year and then hire A.J. Hinch next year when his one-year ban is over. Obviously, that's not what happened. I mean, <laughs> they ended up promoting their bench coach, uh, Rojas, to be the full-time manager. And from what the players are saying, he is the guy. They like it, This whole scandal and Beltran being fired might have been a blessing in disguise because the players think even more highly of Rojas than Beltran. You said Rojas was the bench coach? I believe. He was somewhere in their system. I want to say he was promoted to bench coach this year, but he might. Ha- I know he definitely is coached in their minor league system leading up to this year. Okay, how do you do down there? Do you know? Numbers in minor league baseball are definitely not, like wins, losses is not something to look at. But, I mean, you look at what people, like what the team is saying about him, and, I mean, hey, you believe, hey, he's coached these guys in minor league baseball, so that's why they're able to say, hey, we like this guy, we don't. I'm trying to find the tweet here. But I know Stroman, Marcus Stroman, was very vocal about it. He was also very outspoken about the uh, sign stealing. Yeah, because after this whole Astros thing was going on, there was also, I saw 
there were some people that were accusing the Dodgers and Yankees of... Well, they were accusing the Yankees, saying that Carlos Beltran, because he was with the Yankees, and he was another big name in the Astros report, and they said that there's a video of him, like, looking at the monitor, but the Yankees immediately shut that down, and the MLB said that there was no reason to investigate there. I can't see the Yankees doing anything like that. They're too proud of an organization. But I did find the tweet from Marcus Stroman. Is Luis Rojas in all caps exclamation point love 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 it love being around him on the bench last year always teaching and full of knowledge super laid back and brings nothing but great vibes each and every day beyond even keel even more excited for the year now I believe he's coached Nimo Conforto de Grom Syndergaard Cespedes Dominic Smith Pete Alonso Jeff McNeil, I believe he's coached all of those guys in the minor leagues, and they've all had nothing but outstanding things to say for him. The only question mark for the Mets, I would say, is Dellen Batances. Because Beltron is the reason why Dellen Batances came to the Mets. Beltron continued to tell the front office, we need this guy, I want this guy. Beltron continued to talk to Batances and say, look, Sign with me, play with me. They were teammates in New York. I think it's a big deal for Batances that Beltran is now gone before he even managed a game. So, definitely something that should be noted. I mean, I think it'll depend on what he was signed to, how much money he's getting, and how the team performs out of the gate. If the team struggles, then maybe... If it was that much of a sticking point, then he could probably try and force his way out if he wanted to. I don't think he's going to force his way out, especially because the Mets are paying him still. So Dallas Kuchel was, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Is it right? Kuchel? Keuchel. Keuchel? Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, he came out and made a statement about this yesterday. Yeah, but I don't like how he said it. He was like, it's not like every game we had it going on. He also was like basically saying this is what baseball was, which is not true. Right. Uh, let's see. It's just what the state of baseball was at that point in time. Was it against the rules? Yes, it was. And I'm personally, I'm sorry for what's come of the whole situation. I did just get a surprising text that I need to look up on right now. Holy crap. Hmm. Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. What? What? Oh my God, what the heck? Yeah, I was a little surprised to see that. I was like, yeah, I just got on Snapchat and it's on like five different people's stories. Yeah. What the heck? Oh my God. Wow. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I, like, I, don't, I like, don't either. I saw the text. Oh I saw the text and I thought, all right, maybe someone's just like very yeah. gullible. Yeah. Because I haven't gotten anything on my phone about this. Yeah, neither have I. Like nothing through like well, Bleacher ESPN Report and, or NBA. ESPN like, and Bleacher Report are definitely yeah. pulling something together to send out. But wow. He lived but, to see LeBron James pass a scoring record. Yeah. And... Just wow. That's tough. Oh my God. It's like, a, yeah, I remember, I mean, I don't really watch basketball that much, but I remember uh, his 
last year playing was my senior year of high school. And it's like, I remember his last game, he had like 60 points or something. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it was just, that's just wild. It's just like, it feels like he was just playing. That's crazy just to even think wow. of. Like, <laughs> just, oh my god! All I could say is wow. Yeah, literally, yeah, like the day after his scoring record was passed, that he died. It's crazy. I don't know. Do you think that, uh, what's the name of his AAU team? Like Mamba Madness or something like that? The, the one that he coaches with his like daughter, mm-hmm. Gigi, or whatever her name is. Do you think that'll like still live on, or do you think yeah. that's just going to... His, so he died in a helicopter crash. Four others were in the helicopter. There were no survivors. His wife was not one of them. So do you think his wife? I think she'll carry probably on? carry it on. I mean, just wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, what do you do? Yeah, because he wasn't that old, was he? 41. He was, yeah, he was fairly young. He was 41. Oh my gosh. And I think it's the end of his career. Like, people use that now against him, but people forget how good Kobe Bryant really was. Yeah. Kobe was spectacular. I grew up like watching he is, him. He is one of the best players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see now what the what the NBA is going to do to honor him, including like the Lakers, like the, their franchise as well. Market here, the Lakers will be 2020 NBA final champions. Hmm. I could see it, yeah. As much as I don't like the Lakers being like 2020 champions, Mm -hmm. I could definitely see them becoming it. I mean, wow. Kobe Bryant, man. What a guy. Do you think they'll go as far as to retire his... Is his jersey already retired? They retired both numbers. I was going to say, yeah, I thought it was retired. I I was going to say to retire it, but... I yeah, I'm they pretty, I think they, at least he got to experience that. Yeah, was, yeah. Very upsetting. It is. I guess. I guess we'll just call it there. You want to call it there? Yeah, that's just. I, I, I kind of feel weird just jumping to another topic after that. I mean, like. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for having us on, Parker. Yeah, yeah. wish it could have been longer show I'll definitely let you know we'll the next time we're doing it definitely be happy to jump back on yep anytime yeah every sunday around noonish all right awesome i'll just about to do it thanks parker yep, yep. thanks parker